The Minnesota Golden Gophers have a whole bunch of Big Ten tournaments coming up, and we're going to dive into what's on the line for all of them today at Locked On Golden Gophers. Hey, you are no Locked happens, On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week. And today we've got a double episode for you. This morning we talked about the four stars on the Gophers football program in PJ Flex time and how they have panned out. Has it been a mixed bag? Has it been all hits? Has it been some misses? What has happened with the four stars? We talked about that this morning. So be sure to give that a look today. We're talking big 10 tourneys when it comes to Gophers basketball, men's and women's and Gophers hockey for the men. We're going to dive into it all. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any future Gophers videos. We've got that Gophers content again each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So you're going to want to be tuned in, tapped in and hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Now, be sure to like it as well. Help others find the channel and let me know your thoughts down below. Now, which tournament are you looking most forward to? Is it the girls here in Minnesota in Minneapolis for the women's basketball team? Is it the hockey tournament with the number one squad in the Big Ten? Or is it looking for redemption with the boys and men's hoop hoping to get maybe some upset victories early in the tourney tell me what you want to see down below in the comments but let's dive in let's talk about all these different big 10 tourneys we've got going on and we've got to kick it off with the one and only men's hockey team pride on the ice and it is absolute pride with what they are putting on that ice it's quite the difference in big 10 tournaments when it's coming between the men's hockey team and the men's basketball team. So we're definitely going to kick it off with the men's hockey team who have a bye week this week because they're the number one seed in the entire conference. And they just wrapped up a regular season series sweep over Ohio State. And those two games were a tale of two different scenarios in which the Gophers still showed out and got it done how they needed to and came out with the victory. Now, game one, Game one versus Ohio State, I was there in the building, and it was a blast. The energy was raucous, as it has been all season, basically, but especially down the stretch, the Michigan series, the Michigan State series, the Ohio State series. Gophers fans have been showing up and showing out, and it has been an absolute devastating environment for opposing teams. Now, like I said, in game one, I was there. It was loud. It was proud, but it was a scrappy, physical fight game. Like there were multiple times where you thought, oh, these players might be actually going at it, getting ready to throw down because it was just one of those games where a lot of hits, a lot of big plays happening throughout the entire time and the refs were letting them play. So you like to see it, but it was a dogfight down to the middle of the late second period, mid late second period. It was zero zero all the way down to that point. And then the Gophers busted it wide open in the late second with four goals in the second period and ended up finishing the game winning four to zero. So the second period held all the scoring, 
but it was a thrilling game, especially those first two periods in game one. Now, overall, Coaster uh, on the defensive line had two goals. He had four points on the night, and he was balling in this game, showed that the scoring can come from anywhere. It's not just that power line of Cooley, Snuggerud, and Nyes. It's not just the the senior veterans that have come back. It's not just guys like Faber and things like that. It is literally anybody on this team has the ability to put up multiple points. And that is what makes this team such a challenge from Jackson Nelson to Lacombe to Faber to Chesley when he's healthy, which he wasn't in this series to younger freshmen like Connor Kurth and Brody Lamb. They can hit you from anywhere and they are lethal from anywhere. Now it was close Close was an absolute shutdown monster in game one. Nothing was getting past him. He was all over it, locked in, ready to go, focused on everything, and he was the best goalie by far in that game. And then on the flip side, for the other, for Ohio State, their goalie in game one was an absolute disaster. Dude was the flop of all flops. On top of kicking the net out of his post five times, Five times, like one or two times. Okay, you know what? Give it to him. Like it was just maybe the angle of the play. No, five times. Bruh, come on. And on top of that, he got an interference call and basically got a penalty drawn on him. They threw a different player in the box for him because he literally like got, he pushed one of the Gophers players and then flopped over like he was the one who got pushed, got caught got a penalty. There was another point later in the game where Kurth shot it. And after he saved it, he froze the puck. And then he basically reached out and hit Kurth. And somehow the refs missed that one. But that goalie was on something all night. He deserved to get thrown out of the game. He deserved to get absolutely destroyed like he did. And I was glad to see the Gophers absolutely dismantle Ohio State in game one. It was also great to see a healthy Faber on the ice again, and he was the first to get the Gophers on the board with a very sweet goal. Now you flip over to game two of this series, and Minnesota, they got down real early. They were down 2-0 to zero after getting two major penalties on Matthew Nyes and Jimmy Snuggerud, playing in a 5v3 matchup for quite some time and again giving up two goals and going down but there was no panic there was no breakdown there was no fear the team rallied they came back they tied it up and then there was an absolute filthy goal to put the gophers ahead three to two uh cooley on the between the legs pass backwards from matthew nyes drops it in the net and my oh my like hang it in the louvre it was perfect if you haven't checked it out you must Go on to Twitter or go on YouTube. Look for a highlight of that goal because, whoo, chef's kiss, chef's kiss. But what we really saw in that game is the Gophers can stay composed and they can rally back and they can really come. They can take a victory at any point as long as they keep their composure, stay maintained, and play the next play. And so one thing that really stood out in this game and across both games was that Cooley, Nyes, and Snuggerud continue to dominate. And in that second game, they had two goals and five assists between those three players. That's seven points. I mean, that line is something else, and it is literally the type of line that is a difference maker on a championship caliber team, which is what I believe it will be for this Gophers team. 
Now, overall, heading into the Big Ten tournament, like I said, the first round series is a best of three series between the lower seeds, and they will be playing that this weekend. The Gophers will not be involved because they got a first round bye and moved straight to the semifinals, so they won't play until March 11th in a single game elimination semifinal to try and push for the Big Ten tournament championship on March 18th. Now, if the Gophers can win that game, then both the semifinal and the championship game would be held at Mariucci Arena. So be on the lookout, get them tickets, be loud, be proud, and be ready to cheer this team on. And hopefully they can go and take this thing all the way in the Big Ten tournament and then use that momentum to push them further, drive them all the way to the Frozen Four, past the Frozen Four, into the Natty Championship and bring home the title. This team has the talent. There's a ton of youth on this team. There's a ton of talent on this team, and they truly could win the whole shebang as long as they play their best hockey or at least above average hockey. So that is the Gophers hockey team for the men, and it is going to be an absolute Something you must watch. You must tune in. This is the time. We're heading into the tournament play. We're heading into the Big Ten tourney and then the national NCAA tournament. So it's time. If you haven't caught a game yet, it's time to turn the TV on. It's time to go to Mariucci. Whatever you got to do, it's time because this team is one you will talk about for years to come if they can pull this thing out. It's something that you don't get to see often. So now's the time to fully embrace it. Now we're going to flip to the other Big Ten tournament for a men's pro, or not pro, but college sports team with the men's basketball team. What is coming up with that? The tournament itself isn't yet on the horizon because each team in the Big Ten still has two games left, but how will it all shake out? That's what we're going to talk about coming up next. First, be sure to check out our friends over at Built.com. They have that power-packed protein bar, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories or less, four grams of sugar or less. It's good for you. It tastes good. And they've got flavors galore. They've got Puffs bars, which is a marshmallow bar wrapped in chocolate. They've got the normal bars. They've got granola bars. They've got all the options, all the variety on top of fruit flavored, dessert flavored, you name it. Go check it out at built.com. And while you're there, when you see one that interests you, be sure to use promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off your order. You can use that each and every time you restock lockdown15 at built.com. And if you can't wait and you can't have it come to you online, well, you're in luck because they're also in Walmart and Sam's Club. Go check them out at your local one today. Built Bar, get it now. All right, Gophers fans, thank you so much for tuning into Locked On Golden Gophers and making us your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. Now, we're moving on to men's hoops, and who, you know what, if I'm going to be 100% real with you, it's quite the complete opposite from the Gophers men's hockey team because Gophers men's hockey is number one in the entire Big Ten Conference, and the Gophers basketball team is the lowest team in the conference, coming in at the 14th seed, and it ain't even close as the kids say nowadays and they are one in 16 in the conference still got two games left so hopefully they can make that three and 16 to close the year but I don't know if I can hold my breath on that one I am hoping that they can get this turned around that there can be a better effort that they can be more fluidity to the offense itself and more of a 
understanding of what the offense is because I'm st- I've still got question marks around it. But I think the biggest thing that can keep this Gophers team in games down to the wire is all out, hard nosed, grinding, always hard effort defense. They have the length to bother teams. They have the length to keep themselves in it and have low scoring games. And the Big Ten hasn't been that low scoring this year. They've been consistently getting up into the 70s and the 80s. And so be the team that can hold teams to 50 points a game, 60 points a game, and really cause teams to play slow, grinded out, methodic basketball. So that's what the Gophers are going to need to do. And I think that's where their strength lies as it currently stands. We'll see if they're able to do it. Now, like I said, Minnesota is locked in as the 14th seed, but Ohio State is also locked in as the 13th seed with their conference record of 4 and 14. So aside from those two locked in and the number one team of Purdue locked in, two seeds two through nine are only separated by two games at most. And there are about two games left on the season for every single team. So now through from now this day through March 5th. So it could all still shake out completely different than what you see in the standings right now. Now that said, there are three teams with the most likely odds to play and what Gophers fans and fans of the conference call weakling Wednesday, which will be not this upcoming Wednesday, but the Wednesday after where they kick off the men's basketball tournament and the Gophers, as I said, locked in Ohio state locked in, but the 11th and the 12th or the 12th. Yes. 11th and 12th seeds will still need to be determined in who is playing on that Wednesday. Then everybody else will advance to the second round of the tournament outside of those four teams. Now, as it currently stands, Nebraska would play Ohio state as the 12th seed and Wisconsin would play Minnesota as the 11th seed. Penn state would advance to the second round with a 10th seed. But if you look at the final schedules for these teams, It might not finish that way. Penn State has to take on a ranked Northwestern and a ranked, or I don't know if Northwestern, they might have just fell out actually, but they were just in the rankings. And then a ranked Maryland who did just get into the rankings. So two top-notch teams in the Big Ten Conference. Penn State's got both of them there. I could see tough losses in both of those. Wisconsin's got number five Purdue, which again, you could see a tough loss coming in. But then they've got Minnesota, and if Minnesota can't get it turned around and keeps this losing streak continuing, well, then they could go one and one and claim that 10th seed above Penn State. And then you've got Nebraska. Both of their games are winnable, but they are difficult as well. So Michigan State and Iowa are Nebraska's final two, so I would not be surprised. And if I had to make a guess right now based on knowing the schedule and how the teams have been playing i would say the outcome is wisconsin gets that buy into the second round as the 10th seed and then likely minnesota takes on penn state or actually minnesota would then take on nebraska and penn state would take on ohio state i think overall you know that's not what you want to see as a gophers fan we've lost twice to nebraska and both of them the at least the second one was pretty convincing the first game went down to ot the gophers could have pulled it out but They weren't able to make it down to the wire, but it just Nebraska has been hot, especially down the stretch. And that's probably not the type of team you want to catch in the Big Ten tournament right now. Now, all of that said, Minnesota has a little bit of a chance to control their own fate on the final game versus Wisconsin. If they can pull the upset at the barn, beat Wisconsin and try to do their part in getting their rivals to play in that weakling Wednesday as well. 
that could be a victory in itself, a little bright side, a little positive to a dismal season. So overall, Minnesota is guaranteed to play three more games. They're guaranteed play guaranteed to play Rutgers this Thursday at home. Then they're guaranteed to play Wisconsin this Sunday at home. Then they go to Chicago for the Big Ten tournament, and they take on whoever they take on in that first round. That's it. That's all that is guaranteed. Now, hopefully, the Gophers can come up with one or two victories in this final three-game stretch, but you got to see what happens. And if, and that is a big if, they play consistent, hard-nosed basketball, they could get to maybe round two of that Big Ten tournament. But on the road, that road itself would likely end right there in that second round if you're being honest with yourself because they'd likely take on either a Michigan or an Illinois that that seed could be determined on this Thursday's head-to-head head-to-head of Michigan versus Illinois. So we'll see what happens there. Possibly whoever wins that could lock in the fifth seed this week. It's been a rough go for the boys basketball team this year. Hopefully we can see some progress. We can see some change. There needs to be some sort of change. I'm not saying it has to be Coach Ben Johnson, but can we bring in another assistant coach to get this offense in better shape? Can we do something different, change something up this offseason? Now, I know the Gophers need to still become fully healthy. Yes, I agree. And you have Cam Christie coming in, who should be a nice play style player that the Gophers don't currently really have on the roster as a shooting guard. So hopefully he can get warmed up, get going and get into this Caden Betts, redshirt freshman. Hopefully he's been coming along as well. There are little blips of unknowns that hopefully could turn into positives, but change still needs to come. And hopefully the Gophers are able to make some adjustments this offseason. Now, finally, we've got one last big 10 tournament to talk about, and it is with the women's basketball team. The outlook might be a little different for this one, and that's what we're going to talk about coming up next. Now, the final tournament that I want to talk about, like I said, is that women's basketball tournament with the women's basketball team of the Minnesota Golden Gophers this week, and that tournament is in Minnesota, so if you haven't already, definitely get the tickets and make sure you're cheering on the squad. Give them that hometown, home team advantage when they're playing these games. Now the bracket is set and the Gophers are the 12 seed and they're taking on the number 13 seed in Penn State. Now, luckily for the Gophers women, they have seen success against Penn State this season. They beat them in both of the games that they played against them once at home and once on the road. In fact, this is the only team the entire season that the women's basketball team has beat on the road. And that is Penn State. So hopefully They have that boost of confidence. They have that morale to carry them into the second round. And hopefully this Big Ten tournament can shake up some magic for the women's basketball team being in Minnesota. And it can feel like a home environment to get these ladies a few wins. Now, Minnesota has won two of their last four games to close this season out. They finished the regular season at home with a big win over an 18-9 and Purdue team. So they came out big for the seniors and got the dub. They also have started off the year fairly strong. They were scrapping. They were down to the wire losses against North Dakota State, Virginia, Wake Forest, and Kentucky. Like they were in all of those games down to the wire up until the final one to two minutes of all of those games. And had they pulled those out, it would have been a 9-0 and start. 
It didn't end up that way. It ended up five and four, but the thrilling and the fight that they had in every single one of those games was big. And the non-conference opponents were big time opponents. Virginia usually plays pretty well. Wake Forest can play pretty well. Kentucky has been very well as of late. So it was good to see the Gophers step up on those occasions. And all of that was playing with largely underclassmen. So hopefully even outside of the underclassmen, there were a lot of new faces on the roster as well. So if the team can keep everybody together, that bodes well for the future. Now, two cold streaks of a five-loss streak and a six-loss streak sent the team off the rails in January and February and kind of brought them down for the rest of the season. That said, how the women showed out this year for the majority of the year, you should actually be promised you should feel a promising feeling as fans in what could be something more. It's a team that you can feel a little bit more proud of right now. And I feel like they don't get enough love for what they have been doing. And how the trajectory of the team is setting up, it looks like they could be on the right track long term. It's a little bit different with women's hoops, but we'll dive into that later this week on uh, Tuesday. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll talk about why it's a little bit different, but you should feel some positive encouragement both for the next year and the few years to come with the Gophers women's basketball team. Now, if you looked at the landscape of the best teams in the Big Ten, a lot of these women's programs have been led by a high majority of upperclassmen squads. The Gophers have not. Their core of players has been a majority of underclassmen, true freshmen, redshirt freshmen, and a sophomore. So, Overall, that should be promised right there in itself that they've been down, fighting down to the wire. In fact, they have been in close losses, nine of them, in fact, in which they lost the game by six points or less. That's two baskets. There have been nine losses of their 18 losses that have been by six points or less. That is all some promise to show with the women's basketball team, and it shows that they can really come into the fight in these first one, two, and maybe even three rounds in the Big Ten tournament to give themselves some momentum. Tongue twister there. Give themselves some momentum moving into the 2023-24 season. And like I said, if the Gophers women can keep this core intact, they can keep their roster back, and then look at the freshmen they're bringing in and keep building from that, I really believe that the Minnesota women's basketball team will be in the fight next season and contending for the conference in 2024-2025. That's coming up. That is coming up, and it'll be here before we know it. So with the women's tournament here in Minnesota this week, be sure to show out, go out, and support some great hoops. That's going to do it for us on today's episode of Locked On Golden Gophers. I hope you enjoyed it. A double show again. We'll do a double show again tomorrow to wrap up the month of February before we get back to the normal show and go one a day in March. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you have a good time, and I hope you hit subscribe on YouTube. This is Kane Rob signing off. Have a good one. I'll see you tomorrow.